Hello and welcome to our very first episode of the Time Podcast in 2022, the first episode of the second season. And obviously lots of epic things are going to happen in 2022. But before we go into what the Time community will provide in 2022, I'd like to actually first welcome Penny and Sue on the podcast. Welcome the two of you. It's great to have you here. Thanks, Timo. Great to be here. Exactly. Awesome. And Penny's actually back again, I can say. I think this is the third time you, you um, donate your time to me. So thank you so much for doing that. And also great, Sue, yeah. that I could finally uh, convince you into, <laughs> into being on the show. I really look forward to what you have to say. Uh, but Penny and Sue, before we talk about 2022, I'd like to go back to 2021. Um, obviously a very challenging year for everyone, but I love to put a positive spin on things. So for 2022, uh, 2021, what were some of the highlights for you? Shall I go first? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, look, I think from a time perspective, definitely the fact that we could continue and support and support the community, the time community. Um, it was really important to make sure that we could do that because, you know, it was a tough time for everyone and the industry especially. Uh, and to have um, time as a community, as part of a family that people could go to and, and talk and be a part of. Um, I think going online has been great in the sense that we could connect with more regional, more interstate, and then match mentors from all over Australia with mentees from all over Australia as opposed to if you're in Sydney, you get a mentor in Sydney. So I think, you know, those advantages were great in 2021. Yeah. 100%. I think that, you know, it, it, what do they say? One door closes, another door opens. And that was definitely an opportunity without a doubt. And I think the other things for me were, um, you know, the online workshops. Um, and to your point, Penny, brought into our interstate um, community and including our New Zealand community, of course. So our interstate, our international, oh, and Canada uh, yeah. into, which was really great to see that, um, you know, the faces from the time community right at I'm going to say right around the globe, but, you know, in two other destinations globally and then in the other states. Um, and then the other highlights were, you know, I loved Michael Londrigan's fireside chat. He brought to us um, some really insightful information and some valuable information at a really difficult time. Uh, and I think the other thing too was the focus that we had on mental health. And, uh, you know, Tim Hootman did a fantastic job in uh, through his Beyond Blue um, background, speaking background, you know, in bringing us some really uh, good advice and again some great insights and valuable information on how to deal with um, mental health and uh, at such a difficult time when I think we all thought 21 would be back to you know not quite normal but some kind of normal and we'd all be out and we all got out and then we didn't get out and then of course our poor uh, our colleagues in Victoria really just had a terrible time of it all so um, they were the highlights for me as well as all the other fantastic workshop speakers that we had. Mm. I think the last normal year we had within time was probably 2019, um, which was already bushfire, you know, affected. So from a travel perspective, it was also a bit different. Um, but if you compare 2019 to 2021 and look at the time program and community, what are things that we still had in 19 that you missed in 21? Well, I think number one is the networking, obviously face-to-face -face networking. I mean, you know, that's that's a big part of time. And that's something it has been interesting. With We've been getting a lot of feedback over the um, end of the year, beginning of this year, 
to start looking at what we're going to do in 2022 and everyone, every single bit of feedback has been about face-to-face, you know, we need the networking, we love the networking, we love, you know, work, um, working with the other mentees in our um, graduation group, getting to know them and that that's obviously been very difficult with the, um, the whole, you know, online, it's not as easy to go and have a drink with someone you know, <laughs> when you're online uh, that you haven't met before. So, yeah, def- definitely, if we can get back to face-to-face this year, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. And I think the other thing that about networking has been really interesting in seeing um, the new mentees coming in and requesting networking or, or, you know, networking has been much more highly valued to them um, than we'd noticed before. Uh, you know, it was really more around the mentoring program, whereas now um, the mentees are really uh, requesting in their uh, expressions of interest when they're um, applying to be a mentee uh, that networking is quite key to them. So we're also seeing some new entrants into um, industry, people who've got good background, good experience, but potentially may have sat on the periphery of the industry, but into the industry. So, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely different. And transitioning into 2022, obviously our vaccination rates are actually pretty high compared to the rest of the world. Uh, unfortunately, also the case numbers has gone up, but we haven't really seen, you know, uh, a lot of restrictions uh, being, uh, being issued. So from your point of view, what can the travel industry actually expect in 2022? So I feel extremely positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, my office is at Mascot and I face the runways of the airport and, you know, some days I can't hear anyone on Zoom or anyone at my desk because of the amount of planes that are now flying. So that is fantastic and I'm really excited about that. So I think we are going to see, you know, from mid to late, definitely some normality coming back into the travel industry, which hopefully will will bring more people coming back into the industry that may have left or, as Sue said, new entrants that, you know, sort of think, well, let's give it a go. And that's where time can help, obviously, as well. So... I feel very positive. I actually feel quite excited that, you know, those two years have, have gone and now we can concentrate on moving forward. Yeah, that's great, Annie, I, um, because, you know, I'm only hearing, obviously, anecdotally, um, not working, I'm hearing anecdotally from um, friends, neighbours, you know, non-industry people that they are interested in uh, travelling again, and you're right. Later, from the mid of the middle of the year to the end of the, the year, um, there are definitely concerns around it. But I think, you know, and I think governments have a lot of a of a huge part to play. That they need to provide a level of um, comfort around restrictions. That obviously can't provide that around the pandemic itself, but restrictions and how restrictions may be um, may impact the travel experience. Because I think that's what's keeping a lot of people sitting at home at the moment, potentially and day, day, daydreaming and planning, um, but not committing because they don't know what, they don't want to be caught out. And um, I think that that's going to be quite key uh, going forward. But, you know, I guess what we have learned, of course, is to be agile to that change is, is all around us and we just it's going to be a continuation of change, agility. Um, I won't use that word 
keyword that everybody's been using, but, you know, we do need to be able to adapt to anything that's happening quite quickly as well and um, get on with it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, we, we had a lot of clients that did travel over Christmas, New Year, some of which got COVID while they were overseas, um, some of which had absolutely no problems at all. So I think that, you know, moving forward as time goes on, there's going to be a lot less of, of that um, feeling of, oh, my gosh, am I going to get stuck or yeah. am I going to get COVID? I mean, more than likely people will still get COVID overseas, but yeah. it's a matter of people's level of risk. Mm. Yes, that's right. Yeah, mm. great. Yeah, I was one of them who travelled uh, over Christmas back to Europe oh. and uh, luckily didn't catch it, but definitely be be concerned being, uh, throughout my whole stay that I might be stuck, you know, if I just get a couple of days before my flight back. Um, mm. You know, I have to rearrange everything, obviously, until you've claimed insurance. So there's a lot of uh, uncertainty around that process as well, including for, for airport and um, insurance stuff as well, because no one really knows how to deal with that pre-Christmas. I think now there's already, already a lot mm. more experience in the industries. Uh, even at the front line. Um, but let's talk about more about 2022. Penny, you mentioned you were super excited and positive about this year. And, you know, you think uh, things go back to normal-ish. Um, so what is planned for the time in 2022? Well, we would love to expand. Um, you know, obviously, we, we have expanded online with regional and inter more interstate. But, um, you know, pre-COVID, we had plans to expand overseas. So we were in talks with Canada and we've been in talks with um, Singapore and obviously we started pre-COVID in New Zealand. So expansion is definitely on the books, isn't it, Sue? We 100%. We'll get it out there. Um, we would also like to expand to um, companies, so kind of white label time so that if a company particularly wanted their own mentor program, that they would be able to sort of take our mentor program and use that for themselves. So, we're, you know, there's a bit of work and progress around, around that, um, but that's something that we're looking at as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, that we know there's such a huge need out there um, for mentoring and as the generations follow the current generations that are, are working um, it's, it's it's demanded basically as a as a worker benefit and I think you know if we see the um, quest for talent by many companies um, I think the key thing for them one of the key things will be mentoring and it's you know it's a great investment as we know in people's careers <laughs> And importantly, um, it, it helps uh, build loyalty within a company. Um, I think the other things we're going to see in 2022 are a lot of some of the same, of course, and we'd love to see some more face-to-face -face functions, as Penny said earlier. Uh, we definitely want, you know, to get back to networking, um, some face-to-face -face workshops. Um, Tim Hootman is going to run another series on mental health, and this is really around mental health in going back to the office, in you know, because there's a lot of anxiety around that. And he's got some great resources, again, from Beyond Blue to help us through that and to give advice to our people and our community. Community and um, how to deal with you know people who um, are dealing with different circumstances in within the COVID environment because it isn't just a, a one size fits all um, and you know of course we've got parents who are going back to the office for the first time they've got kids at school there's so many different permutations so 
um, you know, I think, again, another good year of um, interesting workshops and, interesting, and and more importantly, relevant topics for our community. I find the aspect very interesting that you want to bring time into a company or as an option for a company to adopt the time program as their personalized mm -hmm. um, mentoring program. Now, if you think about all the new challenges and opportunities, however you want to look at it, that we just briefly mentioned, and there's a few more, obviously, um, how can the time actually assist then mentees in such a company, but also in general? Assist as in 2022 moving forward? Or? For sure, yes. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as, as we've both said, you know, it's going to be an interesting year with lots of changes and, and I think, you know, time with the mentors. It's, it's all about the mentors at the end of the day, their expertise, their... Um, their knowledge that they pass on on to the mentees. So I think, you know, really whatever the mentees are experiencing, whatever hardship it might be or, um, you know, the fact that they're a bit nervous about even coming back into the industry. I mean, I know myself, I've got staff that have got jobs while um, we've been going through this and, you know, talking to them now where we're coming out of it and I'm saying, can you come back to work? like, well, I'm a bit nervous to come back to travel because it's not really stable and I don't want to give up the job that I'm earning money from and come back and then you stand me down again. So, you know, there is still that that level of nervousness and I think that might change as the year goes on, but that is also obviously something that, you know, within the time program, some of the mental mentees would be feeling that as well. Do I come back and travel or not? And that's where obviously the men mentors can guide them through that. And I think um, I'll just add to that that, you know, as Penny said, with the mentor base that uh, time has, um, it's such a broad base and importantly it's agnostic as well. So, um, you know, it means that for companies wanting to uh, bring time, bring a mentoring program into their business and their personal development for their team members, um, the great thing is that there is such a broad base of agnostic and um, mentors with huge experience and also the fact that it's confidential. So it builds between a mentee and a mentor if it's out, if that, that relationship is outside their own company. But also importantly, I think the feedback that we've had from the graduates um, over the years has really been the fact that the mentor, their mentor may not have been in the same industry sector as them but introduced them to many other people which has helped them in their career in their existing sector or, of course, you know, allowed them to broaden their horizons uh, from a business perspective and a, and a personal development and career development perspective. So, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot in it for a company to um, put their people through uh, a time program and equally for anyone wanting to invest in themselves. New year, new me, new resolutions, whatever we're thinking of uh, on the 31st and forgets about on the 2nd of Jan. However, I think this is a great opportunity to establish some accountability. So something that you would do differently in 2022 compared to before. My new saying for 2022 is less Zoom and more in the room. <laughs> I just want to be able to, you know, connect, go back, go back to that. And, um, you know, I'm encouraging my staff to come back into the office. Um, you know, we've got a boardroom full of um, hoteliers right now 
presenting to the staff. Um, I think we just have to get back to that and um, that's my New Year's resolution is to less Zoom and more in the room. Love it. I make New Year's resolutions Um, and, you know, for me I'm really not going to do much different to what I've done, anything different really to what I've been doing um, other than getting out a bit more, I'm sure. But, um, but you know, I think for me I've always, it, it's about adapting to change. It's about being agile, being open to new opportunities and, you know, really importantly helping people and supporting people through these times and seeing what else, you know, we can time collectively as a group and a community can do for each other because it is a really tight-knit community. And, you know, we want, as Penny said earlier, we want to grow it not just in Australia um, and New Zealand but grow it globally. And I think it's, you know, it's quite key. And if we can get on the front foot now um, going into this year um, and look at all the opportunities that we can then I think um, all that present themselves to us, then I think, you know, the job is done. Wonderful. I think, you know, in case someone is listening who does not have a What I Want to Do Better in 2022 project, I'd highly suggest to actually just get involved with us, with the community at time. Um, either if you're looking for a <clears throat> mentorship yourself, if you want to be a mentor, or if you've even been part of the community already and just been a bit quiet in the last two years, I think now it's a good time to raise your hand and let's rebuild this beautiful travel industry all together in 2022. My project for 2022 in regards to assisting that is continuing this podcast and obviously supporting the time community in general. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you to two of you for being with me for a few minutes and sharing your thoughts. And I am also looking forward to a lot of more in the room, less Zoom. Thank you very much. Thanks, Timo. Thanks, Penny.